Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh, what up, what up? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to February, Big J. Woo-wee! 2-1-23. It is the first day of February of the year 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. She's a Wednesday, and we have started a new month, Big J, as we discussed previously off the air, the shortest month of the year. Does that mean anything to you? No. If it not, how come? How come? You like you love time. Time is it's, one of your favorite short, ways to measure things. But it's like two days. Yeah, but that's two days shorter than any and other month. I mean, I mean you there know. are some days then it's only one day shorter. That's true, but so, it only comes how many once every how many years, Big J? I don't care. You don't remember when leap year comes? I, I mean, no. Oh man, one of those things that at this point in time in life, I only try to, to remember the things I need to. That I don't need to know. And you don't think days of the year are things you need to know? No. That might be arguable, of course, depending on what happens on that day. Is February... Oh, in that day, within that day, I'll live that day. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. It's once every four years. I mean, I hope I'll live that day. And now you'll never forget it. Uh, is, is February a busy month for you? Do you have, like, a lot of family birthdays or things you have to worry about? I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think there's was, any February I was, birthdays, I actually. I was hoping for you not to be sure, and I kind of got that, which made me feel good. Uh, today on the show, Big J watched a movie last night. At least I think he did. It's called Lost Girls. It is a Netflix movie based on a book, a best-selling book. And so we'll see if it meets Big J's high standards with a movie review later on today. Really high standards. We have a chance for you to go check out Pepper. They are coming to town on the 26th of this month now, Big J. And you'll have some chances to win tickets to that. Also, Foos Fighters tickets will be up for grabs today. Uh, they'll be in town uh, next Saturday if you're keeping track at home. Uh, we are going to get a chance to break down uh, some very interesting things that happened yesterday right after we wrapped up the show. Oh, no. That we are very excited about in the oh. nerd world. Oh, it's nothing that you don't know about. Oh, it. yeah. Okay. I got. I get what you're saying. And so we will talk a little bit about that and get into all the minutia and everything else uh, that goes into the world of nerddom. And, of course, we also play music on this show. So let's get started. Nirvana's Lithium is going to kick things off here this morning on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We like it when good things happen to good nonprofits. Agree or disagree, Big J? Betcha, man. And the Idaho Humane Society, who's been in here a couple times over, was awarded a nice $200,000 grant to help make veterinary care more accessible to low income families. The money comes from PetSmart Charities. And the Humane Society says they're going to use the funding to. Help train some new veterinary staff, improve some service deliverability, and help make sure some low-income families can afford a trip to the vet. So now the Humane Society will have some new graduates joining their team, which requires some extra training. 
The new grant will help meet that need while also making sure people can afford a trip to the vet if they're a little bit under the income line. The funding will allow the Idaho Humane Society to increase the number of appointments for low-income families, provide urgent care for pets from families that need financial support so that pets don't have to skip going to the hospital because their owners are scared they can't afford the bill. Uh, because that has to be yeah. a very precarious situation. So, so hard. Nice to know that th- that money's going for a good thing to help out a lot of families here in the state of Idaho. So congrats to the Idaho Humane Society and glad to see they're using that money well. Well, it cost uh, the Broncos more. Boy, the Broncos hate traffics. I'll tell you what, because they can't stop giving away uh, them for Russell Wilson. And now they gave away two more high draft picks for Sean Payton because he will be the next head coach for the Denver Broncos. No less than a week after saying, you know what, I'm going to sit it out another year. <laughs> and uh, No, here's the real clue that you knew he wasn't he was going to take a coaching job. Like, on Sunday for Fox NFL, because he's one of the, like, pregame analysts. Not there. Oh, he wasn't there at all? Rob Gronkowski had to give his pick for the game because he wasn't there. So that tells you all you needed to know right there. Saints and Broncos finalized the compensation yesterday. Basically, the Saints will receive the Broncos' 2023 first-round pick, which is number 29 overall, and then their 2024 second-round pick. Then they get Sean Payton and then decide the right to sign him to a huge contract, and they also get a third-round selection from the Saints in 2024. Not the only team that found their head coach yesterday, D'Amico Ryan. So the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator was named the Houston Texans head coach yesterday. Uh, he signed a six-year contract to become the franchise's sixth full-time coach, which means D'Amico Ryan's will be fired next year. The Tennessee Titans are tearing up the grass field at Nissan Stadium, and they're replacing it with synthetic surface before next season, which is getting people fairly upset because of all the injuries that have happened on turf this last year. But the Titans just announced a change yesterday. They've already started work on it, and so uh, it's going to be a synthetic turf in Tennessee from now on. Of course, uh, anybody who knows knows that they've had trouble growing and keeping the grass in Nissan Stadium since it opened up in 1999, so this is a way to go around that, I'm guessing, but you're not going to see some grass on the field in Nashville anymore. Uh, Big J. Will Smith shared a video to Instagram yesterday during which he drives to Martin Lawrence house, and they said, yo, I got an announcement, and there's going to be a Bad Boys 4, Big J. They they announced it together officially on social media yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be called. Almost positive it's not going to be called Bad Boys 4, however. Uh, as the last one was called Bad Boys for Life, which is kind of confusing, but uh, nonetheless, they should have had the number four is it, life. Is this Bad Boys Retirement? Or I don't know. I mean, we had, but we liked that oh, movie. We, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun to uh, to revisit. Even that Randy character. liked it. I know. It was that might have been Randy's favorite movie we did. Yeah, which is kind of insane, but uh, it's a good movie without a doubt. Uh, we'll see if audiences come back to the theaters like they did when Bad Boys for Life came out, but I'm guessing they probably will. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. That is latest from Metallica. It's called Lux Eterna here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Metallica, one of the many good stories in rock right now is they're gearing up for a gigantic tour in 2024 with Pantera opening up. It's going to be crazy. Five Figure Death Punch as well. Doing a couple of back-to-back dates in a bunch of cities. Huge, gigantic football stadiums. But not every story in rock is a good one. And sometimes we have sad ones, Big J. And unfortunately, I think that revolves around uh, the situation of Ozzy Osbourne. If you haven't heard uh ozzy basically it's been um 
a bit of a roller coaster since 2019. 2019, he announces like a 30-day tour across Europe and some North American dates with him and Judas Priest, and these things sell incredibly fast. Then the world shuts down with the pandemic, so he's had to force to cancel these or reschedule, basically postpone the tour dates. He does so. Uh, then during the pandemic at some point he needs to get spinal surgery and ever since that point things have not gone well for him he's had to reschedule these tour dates with Judas Priest three separate times because of injuries and other situations and now yesterday late yesterday afternoon he made the announcement that uh, it's just not going as he would have planned after his surgery. He's canceling all the dates. He's taken them off the board. He will no longer he will no longer perform with Judas Priest uh, live, and he is saying that refunds are available at the point of purchase. But he released a statement, and he said this is probably one of the hardest things he's ever had to share with his loyal fans. But basically, he had an accident that damaged his spine, and the his body is still physically weak from the recovery and even though he's had some groundbreaking surgery he's not able to get around and walk as much as he would like to plus he's old as you know dirt yes correct and then he's really worried about messing up his back with all the travel that's required for these concerts so he's like listen i can't i can no longer perform live and travel the way that i have so uh right now he said the team is working on coming up with ways where he'll be able to perform without having to travel city to city country to country basically it sounds like they're planning some streaming stuff maybe in the future but that's probably if at all going to be the only time you're going to see Ozzy Osbourne uh, perform again live I mean it's inevitable for uh, a lot of the bands that we love I mean god they can only well then I say that but you know the Rolling Stones are still going I right mean, but I mean they've 80s. also lost members to death too yeah. don't forget yes yes but I mean they can only do it for so long right especially being up on stage and the nature of the kind of music that they do is just um, you know I mean inevitably it's going to happen to my favorite band and I don't know what I'm going to do uh, yeah, I mean, you just do what you can do. Support them while they're out there on the road and, and, and enjoy the music while you have it and know that that makes it live on. The, the real sad thing for me is Ozzy was, as a solo artist, one of the finalists for the Hall of Fame. And when they announced the actual finalists this morning, he wasn't among them. So it bums me out a little bit because I feel like the clock is running on Ozzy Osbourne and I'd really like to see him get How in. How is he not? As a solo. Well, they're Already. in the Sabbath. So Sabbath yeah, is I in. know, but I mean Ozzy as a solo performer. I know, I know, I know. But it, it's he's been he's been he's been solo longer than he ever was in Black Sabbath. Right, right. But maybe I mean Black Sabbath gets credit for essentially creating heavy metal and Ozzy. You know, I, I'm with you. I'm just saying that's one of the reasons probably Sabbath's in before Ozzy is a solo I artist. I spit in the face of the people of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, oh. Well, you would be joining a group of people that are always angry about nominations as well. But I'm just bummed because now, like you know, he basically said this is it. I'm not going to be able to tour anymore. But you know, anybody who has seen him or watched him perform knew he was teetering on the edge of that as we are. You know. Yeah. So it just, uh, and after a surgery like that, you have to start to face reality, and that is your body's just not going to be the same. But still, bums me out to have to say it. So get some rest, Ozzy. You certainly earned it, and hopefully you'll be able to do some streaming events soon to make your fans happy, and they'll enjoy your music. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll get a movie review from Big J. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Robbie. That is Lincoln Park. That is somewhere I belong here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, gosh, right around this time, thanks to your text messages, Big J had to watch a movie for streaming dumbass on Netflix. It was called Lost Girls. 
And if I remember correctly, it was a pretty vague description as to what the movie was about. Just that a woman was looking for her lost daughter and then stumbled upon something larger. And so now we get to find out what it was about and if it was any good, Big Jay. Well, you had alluded that earlier that uh, it's based on a book and it's based on a, re- a true story. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, the Long Island uh, serial killer, Nick. Fun. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with I that. I am not. But, uh, still um, unknown uh, suspect who uh, murdered uh, several um, sex workers. And so what you get here is uh, that uh, this is basically what, what this is about. It's the family, uh, one particular uh, family who uh, their uh, da- her daughter went missing and uh, her, uh, Mary Gilbert, uh, her work to try to find her daughter and get, uh, I think really uh, when you get down to it, um, I guess just the justice that that she deserved, and at least uh, being seen as a human being as opposed to just a sex worker, just sure. a prostitute. Right. I mean, and and uh, you know there there was many. I, I don't remember how many in total uh, there were that, that that they found that you know have died from from the serial killer that they found in this area. But uh, it was quite a few, and they were all you know at risk people uh, who were doing you know this work and that's what you have this movie about it stars gabriel burns in it amy ryan thomas and mckenzie and mr mayhem himself dean winters oh hey he is not a great actor um he just (laughs) he's got like one note and uh it's it's fun it's not fun in this necessarily is he a cop yes he's a cop and uh yeah he's pretty rough around the edges and so um you know the the trailer for this movie uh makes it seem like very exciting and a very um you know uh, just i think intense movie and then you get into it and it's not that it's a little slow and of course you're you're dealing with some uh, real issues some serious stuff and so it's uh it's kind of gritty and based in that reality you get that vibe from watching this that you know it, it seems like it's a real thing and it is because it's based on one so the performances were good it just didn't blow me away like oh this is an outstanding movie but it's still you know pretty de- decent does a decent job of explaining the story from the perspective of uh, the families uh, of who go through this and unfortunately lose somebody in their family to um, a situation like this first going missing and then having a body found I mean that would be tragic and awful and in this you, these performances you get to see how that play out amongst this family so uh, that's what Lost Girls is all about pretty emotional I imagine then the yeah it is emotional and it's sad and um, especially when you start to realize that what you're seeing isn't made up fiction it's it's real and this happens and you know that's something that i've learned a lot by by you know listening to a lot of true crime podcasts and things like that is is it's not just entertainment this is real life stuff that has happened to people it could happen to anybody and uh it's it's tough and it is emotional and um you know they did a pretty good job but it wasn't mind-blowing uh what year does it take place in uh, the movie itself takes place. I think it's uh, early '90s. Okay, so this is this happened like 80s, a while 90s? ago, and yeah. you, I think you said at the beginning you never ended up finding the guy. So no, everything. no, still, uh, still not sure who that individual is. Is it worth your time, Big J? Is it officially a Big J approved movie? Or yeah, I think if you're a true crime person, you probably watched this when it came out in 2020. But uh, you, you could do a lot worse than this. So yeah, I'll approve the movie. All right. So there's another winner from uh, the audience selected for Big J. The movie is on Netflix. It is called Lost Girls. And Big J says it's emotional, it's realistic, but you know what? It's actually pretty good so it's officially big j approved and you guys knocked it out of the park again well done everybody morning after with nick well done to you and big j to me why well you select the movies for them to choose well yeah but they still have to pick the right one or one that you will enjoy Listen, 
I you you could pick complete garbage all the time, but well, you don't. We have we have done that before, but you uh, you started to get very upset, and I want you to enjoy <laughs> yeah. some of this stuff as well. Thanks. Morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff. <laughs> The morning after with Nick and Big J. Probably don't have to tell you this, but over the last couple of days, it's been stupid cold, Big J. Yeah. To the point where you're like, do I really have to go outside to get to my car? I don't know. I don't think I want to. But uh, Idaho, not the only place it's been difficult to go outside because of cold weather. In fact, it had really kind of taken a toll on people that were traveling over the last couple of days because ice was prevalent across the United States. It canceled more than 1,700 flights nationwide yesterday and, of course, snarled a bunch of highways as well because traffic conditions suck. Unfortunately, at least two people passed away in accidents on Texas, of course, where they're not really used to that much ice. And a couple of officers of the state were seriously injured, uh, including a deputy who was pinned under a truck as they were trying to help things out. So it got bad. As the ice storm advanced eastward yesterday, watches and warnings stretched from the western heel of Texas all the way to West Virginia. It's like a damn John Denver song. Several (laughs) rounds of mixed precipitation, including freezing rain and sleet, were in store for many areas all the way through today. So if you are traveling, keep an eye on your flights and your times because there could be additional delays and cancellations, especially if you're headed east these days, which is where all the cold weather was. The stuff that was here uh, is headed that way. And, of course, they're not used to that kind of weather. Not that anybody should be, but it is one of those deals where flights were a problem yesterday. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And they'll probably be a problem yet again today. So if you have travel on your itinerary, check those things and make sure that you're on time and everything's good to go. Breaking news this morning. We talked already about Ozzy Osbourne's retirement. Another person has retired. Tom Brady posted to social media this morning that he is hanging it up again. This time he says for good. He thanks everybody for hanging out for him one final time and says it's time to move on. So that's it. Of course, he did on uh, December, excuse me, on February 1st of last year retire as well and then kind of change his mind a couple weeks later. He assures us in this video that is not going to happen this time around. So Tom Brady retiring with seven Super Bowl rings, Big J. Uh, certainly, he's got more than any other franchise out there, so he is pretty good at football, I would say. And now he gets to segue right into Fox Television, as he already has that contract that he signed last year, and he is going to be already a part of their number one broadcast team, so Tom Brady ain't going away anytime soon. He's just not going to be out there throwing footballs. So he's going to be everywhere. Uh, we were just talking. It's going to be like the Mannings. It'll be Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I can't wait to see all the haters. They can't stand him, have to put up with them. Oh, man, it's going to be great. <laughs> you do like uh, when people get angry, and uh, lots of people it's do like, not like It's Tom like Brady. now everybody coming out of the woodwork for Tony Romo. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, they haven't liked Tony for a very long time, and so we'll see. I mean, we have yet to hear Tom Brady call the game, so we don't even know if there's anything to hate just yet. But uh, we it will see. It won't matter. Soon. They'll find a reason. Oh, of course, of course. That's what we do. We we only happy when we're upset about something. And uh, Big J, I got to be honest, man. I, I I got to broke the news yesterday afternoon to my son. Uh, he is living the dream because every show that he loved that got canceled is coming back. Uh, Futurama is headed back to Hulu. He loves that show. Uh, Adult Swim just announced Aqua Teen Hunger Force is going to make new episodes. Yeah. He loves that show. And now yesterday, Hulu also announced that they have reached a deal with Mike Judge to bring back King of the Hill for new episodes. Damn it, Bobby! On Hulu, uh, Mike Judge, Greg. Dan- 
Daniels, the co-creators, are back, as well as the entire original cast of the show. Uh, of course, without uh, Brittany Murphy, who has passed away, and Tom Petty also has passed away. Uh, but Kathy Jimmy, Stephen Root, Pamela Alden, and Johnny Hardwick, of course, those are the voices of Peggy Bill, Bobby Hill, Dale, and of course, Mike Judge does Hank Hill. So the original core cast is coming back for new episodes on Hulu TV. So you can add another Fox sitcom that is headed to Hulu. Although cartoon, I suppose, is not really a sitcom. But he was very happy with the news, and if you're a King of the Hill fan, you should be happy as well, yeah. as they've been talking about this for a couple of years now, and finally got the green light. So good news all the way around. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Harvey, Illinois is where we are going for today's We're Going to Hell story. It's a fairly small suburb, not too far outside of Chicago, Illinois, but it's a smaller city, a city big enough to have its own school district. Does that make sense, Big J? Yeah. So you're not part of the Chicago school district, you're part of the Harvey school district, and it all revolves around that particular school district, today's story, but it's an incredible one that revolves around Vera Liddell. She is a uh, cafeteria worker and has been for the Harvey school district for more than a decade, Big J. But something happened over the last three years where Vera decided that after putting in a bunch of years at the school cafeteria, it was time to get hers. You understand what I'm saying? No. And so she was. She wanted to take advantage and figure out a way that she could, I don't know, work the system. And the way she came up, uh, the plan that she came up with involved food because she worked in the cafeteria. You understand? Yeah, the lunch lady. So around COVID time, even though the students weren't going to school, if you remember, everything was remote learning. uh, Harvey, Illinois has enough low-income families where they decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to continue to make school lunches and families can come by, drive through style and pick them up if they still want to pay for them. It's the way to keep money flowing through the school district, as well as make sure the students get the food that they need to continue to grow and do what they need to do. So it was actually a pretty interesting and good program. What was happening was, not surprisingly, Big J, uh, there were some students that certainly took advantage, students and family, but not they. The school wasn't feeding as many students as they would during a normal school day. That makes sense, right? Yes. But Vera was in charge of ordering the food for the cafeteria. And what she did was, even though the amount of food going out wasn't nearly as high, she continued to order as much food as she wanted to during this particular time. And then she would take the food and use it for her own. You understand? Right. So she would do what would need to be done, but then all the extras was going to her. And it took the school district until, oh, I don't know, last week to figure out what was going on. And when they added up all the stuff that was taken out of the school over the last three years, they figured out that Vera Lindell had stolen basically about $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. That's what she would order. Chicken wings upon chicken wings upon chicken wings. And she would chicken restaurant? No, no. That's the weirdest part of the story. Listen. Here's where it gets good, though. Oh, okay. The school district investigated. They knew that she had ordered the food because she signed all the invoices. They knew the food wasn't getting served to the students because all the chicken that she ordered was had bone in, and they don't serve bone chicken wings to students for choking hazards. Right. And so they knew the students weren't getting this, and so they started to figure this out. Okay, something's happening because the, the food isn't here. The kids aren't eating it. We're not making it. Where's it going? You need a sting operation. They track it all down to Vera. 
they figure out that she's taken all this money's worth of chicken wings, what they can't find out, and Vera's not talking, what she did with the food. Doesn't have a restaurant. She didn't cook it. They don't know if she sold it through to somebody else or Had what was happening. But Had they don't to. know who her connection was, I guess, is my point. So she took $1.5 million worth of food, and they don't know what she did with it. And she's not saying. Why can't this be a hard-hitting, like, movie? <laughs> well, I think there needs to be an ending. Like, there has to be something cool that they, that she was doing with the food, I think. Yeah, but I mean Harold and Kumar style. <laughs> oh, kind of like Cocaine Bear, where yeah, it's a real story yeah. and they take it really yeah, weird and funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that's a lot of chicken wings, man. That is. That is. I mean, a lot it of is. Wings. Granted, it's over a three-year period, right? Yes. The whole time. The whole time. But yes. man, started in 2019. Point, and the the amount of the, what chicken costs these days, I guess, it's not a surprise it would be that much. But man, here's what they found out. It took them three years to figure out that the school cafeteria was three hundred thousand dollars over its annual food service budget every single year. It's like, how does it take that long? She got greedy. Who's doing your books, it, bro? It probably was one of those things that could have gone on forever, but she just got greedy with it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So they figured it out. They have arrested her. She's not talking, but she uh, is in custody in the Cook County Jail with a $150,000 bond, which is like, what, three orders of chicken wings for her? I mean, come on. No big deal whatsoever, so I'm sure she'll be out soon, but she's facing a bunch of charges. And There's so, black market chicken wings out there. Yeah, well, we, we talked for a while that chicken wings were very rare. She probably cashed in where she went, how she sold it. How would you, like, if even if you found, like, a restaurant, what restaurant would be okay with buying a bunch of chicken wings out of the back of, like, somebody's trunk, I guess? Well, you know, problem. somebody struggling I guess to so. stay ahead of the game. I guess so. But uh, it's one of those deals where it's like, you know, you, you, you want to get upset, but you, you're you're also like, okay, how come it took this long to get caught? Second of all, $1.5 million of chicken wings? I'm not even angry. That's just impressive to have that many chicken wings at your beck and mm-hmm. She's like a chicken queen. It's crazy. I mean, that's yeah, like real. There you go. We had Tiger King. Now we got chicken queen. The, the queen pin of the chicken wing world has been discovered. Why can't she get a TV show? I don't know. Well, it's early, so you never know. It may be panned out that way. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Seether. That is Remedy here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We talked about it as we closed out the show yesterday, but right around 10 o'clock, all the announcements came down from former guest of The Morning After, friend of the show, Big J, James Gunn, who uh, was now in charge of all things DC and the DC Extended Universe. And he promised before the end of January they would roll out at least some of their plans for what they have mapped out for the DC Cinematic Universe. And he did some of that via a pre-recorded interview and then a lot of Q&A that he did with reporters that was not recorded but printed to answer some questions as to what was going to happen. And in the video, he did preface that this isn't everything that they have planned, but it's a little bit of an idea of how they're going to start, at least with what he calls Chapter 1, of the DC universe for him, and it's called Gods and Monsters, Big J. And the most important thing that you need to know is that right away, uh, it's not going to affect the the Batman trilogy that Matt Reeves is working on. It's not affecting the Joker. It's not affecting Shazam. These are all things now called outliers for the DC universe, not connected to whatever James Gunn and Peter Safran are doing, but uh, they are still going to exist in their own kind of multiverse way of telling 
compelling stories. That's what they're kind of pitching. Is the idea is the multiverse is going on. All these stories can go exist at the same time. But the thing that they're working on, the DC imprint, is going to be all connected and share a story. Whereas these outliers like the Batman and the Joker movie and Shazam, they're their own adventures not connected to what's going on in the DC universe that they are going to create. And it turns out that Dave Batista and Jason Momoa were right. They're going to do a complete reboot of the DC universe. And so, uh, first things first, he said that the, when The Flash comes out later on this year, that will be the reset point. So everything, that's kind of like an ending of whatever story you want to consider is with The Flash. And then they may consider it being, uh, you know, something else. Apparently, Aquaman 2 is going to tie in in some way, shape, or form to whatever they are doing. And then going forward, it's going to be everything that they have created. But... They announced that they are going to start with a Superman movie called Legacy. Uh, James Gunn is going to write it. He has not decided if he is going to direct it, but that's going to come out in July in 2025. But it's not going to be an origin story, but it's going to be kind of like a younger Superman story about him kind of balancing his Kryptonian heritage along with his human upbringing and kind of coming to grips with being an alien in the United States and having to be a defender of all that kind of stuff. They've also announced they're going to make a movie about The Authority, which is a lesser-known team of DCU members that take matters into their own hands to do what they believe is right. It's kind of like uh, almost like Peacemaker times five, if you will. Sure. Uh, then they announced the Batman movie they're going with is The Brave and the Bold, which makes sense because we ran into James Gunn and Morrison Khan in Vegas. A lot of this goes back to Morrison Khan. Yes, and this is a hugely popular Grant Morrison story from the early 2000s that focuses on Batman and Robin, specifically Robin being... Batman and uh, Tara Agul's son that is was raised as an assassin. Batman did not know he had a son, and then when he finds out, he tries to teach him about the good ways and using your powers for good and helping people out as opposed to being an assassin. But that's like a father-son slash Batman and Robin tale. Damian Wayne. They're going to make a movie about Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. This is a fairly new run of comic books, but it's a different telling. It's a little bit darker telling of Supergirl in that world, and then they're going to make a movie about Swamp Thing. Uh, that's going to be their movies that they announce, and then it goes into television shows. Creature Commandos is a seven-episode animated series uh, which Amanda Waller creates a black ops team out of monstrous prisoners. James Gunn wrote all of that, and so that's going to be the first season that they do. Then there's going to be an Amanda Waller uh, television series as well, a Booster Gold television series, which is a, again, lesser-known DC person, where it's all about traveling to the future with technology, or traveling to the past with technology to be a superhero. He He's going to make a gigantic Green Lanterns television show on HBO Max that covers both Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan as the Green Lanterns. And then Paradise Lost, which is all about kind of like the beginning of Wonder Woman and the island in which uh, all of the Amazonians are on. And that's going to be part of it as well. That includes all the previous stuff that was announced, including Shazam, Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, Peacemaker Season 2, the Gotham Knights television show, the Superman and Lois television show, and the Pennyworth show that's already on HBO Max, all part of this particular imprint as well. So, that was a busy day for James Gunn laying things out. Any of this stuff interest you? All interest you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I I think uh, I've always been a fan of Superman, so we'll see. I'm still horn about that uh, that whole thing with Henry Cavill and he went into other details about that and said you know he didn't fire Henry Cavill they just didn't hire him because his contract was up I'm like that doesn't make it better no dude. it's the same thing that it's going to continue just to angry all those Henry Cavill fans and and while you know the 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 
the, I think that's kind of a minority. I don't want to say a minority, but uh, definitely. Listen, if uh, if people were showing up in the theaters to see some of those projects, uh, you wouldn't be having this problem. So uh, there's a reason to move on. I understand that. Um, the one thing that was really interesting that he said is how good he thinks the Flash movie is. Did you well, see he, this? Yeah, but he, I he mean, says it's to. one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen. So that's concerning to me in some degree because usually he doesn't mince words and he doesn't uh, blow smoke up people's rear ends. You know what I mean? When no. he's talking. So I don't know if that's something he has to do now in this new position. But I mean, so that causes me a little bit of hesitation and, and confusion uh, when he says something like that. Yeah, he wants the Flash movie to make money, clearly. I think it's a job thing. Like he has his, I mean, listen, he might be right. Maybe it is great. But the point is, hey, if it's so great, then why is that the end of whatever story well, you're Well, it says it's the restart point. Does that include stuff that they're resetting, though? Uh, yeah, listen, this is the thing with the multiverse and Flash specifically. Like, you could literally do, like, basically, my guess is what's going to happen is, you know, Flash is going to go through the quantum realm or the DC Yeah, he could create everything afresh just based on that. And so you're going to get a really cool story and then the end of The Flash is going to be a complete reset in time and all this kind of stuff and nobody's going to know anything about it and that's going to be the start of whatever that James Gunn wants to create. So everything will be undone, I guess, by the, by the end of The Flash movie because that's what you can do in that Flash particular story. But uh, how they do it is another question altogether. Uh, and, you know, what what I did enjoy was there's a lot of fringe characters involved in this particular thing. And in my opinion, what James Gunn does best is fringe. What James Gunn does best mm-hmm. is take characters you don't know and make them characters that you love. Nobody knew who, not a lot of people knew who Guardians right. of the Galaxy were yeah. before James Gunn got a hold of them. Peacemaker was not a big DC property I'd until James Gunn yeah. got a hold of them. Suicide Squad, in fact, most of the characters involved in the Suicide Squad, specifically James Gunn version, not really really hugely popular. Yeah. So that's the stuff that you, he does well. You, you probably heard of the Suicide Squad, but you didn't know who was in it. Right. And or But there's so many people they could pull from. That was right. the point. And he did pull some interesting characters. So I get excited about things like The Authority and things like Booster Gold and things like Paradise Lost and even, you know, Creature Commandos and Swamp Thing. But I get nervous a little bit about how where they're going to take the Superman stuff, where they're going to take the Batman stuff, it will if it will resonate, because these Batman stories, it, it's very different than the Batman you know. They're very, like, Grant Morrison's stuff is very comedy. It's like light, you know? And so it's a different angle on Batman, and I wonder how it's going to play. It's, here's the thing. I saw a mock-up yesterday, as, as, you know, that was preceding uh, all of this, uh, um, you know, press conference stuff and it was a, a, a diagram of pictures showing uh, all the Batman movies mm-hmm. and go, you know you know you can have some light in these movies sure and they showed the progression and the last one was the future uh, of uh, Batman and it was a completely dark screen where you couldn't see anything <laughs> and I'm like you know what that's what I hate about a lot of those that's gonna movies. be the Batman I think because if you read the bold and uh, you know the brave it's one of those deals where it's like uh, you you have it's like kick it's very violent. It's very, but it's also light and funny and sarcastic yeah. and all those things. And I don't know if the world at, as large is uh, ready for that kind of thing. cowards when but it comes to that. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. This is happening over the next several years. Only a couple of things have some dates attached to them. Yeah, I mean, 2025 is yeah. when you're going to see this stuff come to fruition. This is, this is, I mean, that's the earliest stuff. Yeah. So we have lots of time before it all plays out. But you now have at least a little bit of a clearer picture of what the comic book world is going to look like on the DC side of things for the foreseeable future.
the morning after with Nick and Big J. Things are not going well when it comes to Americans and saving money, Big J. About two-thirds of Americans admit they are living paycheck to paycheck. And it doesn't matter how much people make because 5% of those that say they're living paycheck to paycheck earn more than $100,000 a year. Which, you you know, from somebody who doesn't make $100,000 a year, you go, how is that a thing? But, listen, man, you, when you live on your means or you want to at least put forth at least a little bit of semblance of richdom, I suppose, I, that money can probably go by quick. They surveyed 40,000 Americans between December 8th and December 23rd of last year by a couple of different websites, and that's how they found out these responses. 24% say they have problems paying their bills. Inflation may be contributing to that, but there's a bunch of other factors, like people say they admit that they don't save money very well, they spend money on things they probably don't need to spend money on, and before they know it, it's gone. So we haven't done a very good job budgeting or saving money either. But listen, the price of fuel has gone up. The price of groceries have gone up. All those things have happened uh, significantly over the last couple of years. And that's going to play a part in your budgeting, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And, you know, you could probably name the five people in the history of the world that got famous doing and rich doing radio. But, you know, I don't exactly have a great nest egg saved up yeah, in my either. world and so paycheck to paycheck is probably a pretty accurate way of describing how things go for me as well i mean we don't get into this business for the money big j we get into it so that people can you know stop you in the grocery store and say are you big j say horse crap for me that's the kind of cred that we're looking for and i say pay my groceries is that how it works yeah and the people will do yeah. that you buy me this this snake river farms steak and i'll do your horse crap for you <laughs> wow okay that's pretty smart what a nice side yeah. hustle dude how many steaks have you gotten over the years zero. Oh no sean payton is set to become the next head coach for the denver broncos the saints and the broncos finalized trade compensation for the head coach yesterday so now it's a done deal he is the leader of the denver broncos uh they gave up a first round pick this year and a second round pick next year for the rights to sean payton D'Amico Ryans is your next head coach for the Houston Texans. He has left his position as the defensive coordinator of the 49ers in order to take that position. Of course, uh, Ryans grew up in Texas, and so this was a dream job for him and his family, he said. Tom Brady officially hung up the cleats as of this morning. He announced his retirement once again on social media a year to the day. He did the same thing last year before changing his mind, but in this year's video, he does say that this one is for good. So we'll see if he pops up in Fox's Super Bowl coverage because uh, they've got the Super Bowl next week. And, of course, Tom has a huge contract with Fox to be their television play-by-play guy for. I don't think he's going to show up in the booth with Greg Olson, but he might be part of the pregame stuff. Yeah. That would be uncomfortable and awkward. But Greg knows this going in. Like, he knows this is only a temporary thing. I think a lot of people outside of Greg uh, has been uh, making this out to be a bigger thing than maybe Greg has made it. To be what do you mean just that you know he, his uh, his time was uh was he was just a place marker yeah well he's still there he'll just yeah. be part of the number two team and not the number yeah. one team not that's that's the biggest difference but he'll still be part of the broadcast booth but he'll get the super bowl this week or this coming week i'm sure Big J, DJ Ashba, you know him. He's the guitarist for 6AM, was a guitarist for Guns N' Roses for a little bit. He is going to do his very first art 
uh, kind of, I guess, show happening in Las Vegas on February 17th at Area 15. It's called a uh, 360-degree projection map performance of his art and music at this particular gallery. So it's a pretty big deal for him. DJ Ashba, of course, lives in Vegas, so this makes sense for him to do it. But uh, he wants to take his art to the next level, and he thinks a showing at a gallery is the place to do it. Any interest in DJ Ashba's art? No. Okay. Well, just wanted to make sure. You seem like you like the guy when you talk I do. It's nice. Morning, But you have no interest in anything he does? No. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, the guitar is involved in some of this art. There's a performance involved. There's music involved in all of it. But you don't have any interest in the stuff that you can't hear. We'll watch it together. Uh, You can't. You have to go there Okay, we'll go together then. Uh, February 17th, buddy. You better get there quick. I said you and I. No, I'm not going. Well, then I'm not going. Well, I don't like the guy. You're best friend. Interest at all either. No. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we're going to do some pop culture smackdown. Fair warning, it will be themed again today. So good luck. Smackdown. Right. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, Pepper's coming to town, and this time they're playing inside, indoors at the Knitting Factory on Sunday, February 26th. So we will hook you up with tickets to that show. Will be a lot of fun, no doubt about that. Pepper always is. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, which, you know, based on the last couple days, it's probably pretty easy. We'll see. This one feels like it's a little bit more in your wheelhouse. Uh, 208-287-1003, the phone number if you'd like to play the game. Today's themed Pop Culture Smackdown centers around the birthday, Big J. 55 years ago on this day, Paul Fitzgerald Shore was born. Known the world over as Paulie Shore. Had a pretty nice run in the world of pop culture in the 90s. We're going to focus on that today, if that's okay, Big J. Okay. Former guest of the morning after, you know Polly Shore's work. You had to do your research for that interview. So let's see how it all comes together. <laughs> Hello, the X. Uh, Hi, how you doing? Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Mark. All right, Mark, you're up first. Mark, one of Polly Shore's very first roles was a guest spot on this Fox sitcom starring Ed O'Neill and Christina Applegate about the Bundy family. What was the name of the show? That is correct. Big J, in the late 1990s, Pauly Shore provided the voice for a couple of characters in some direct-to-DVD animated releases about this animated friendly ghost. Hey! Damn it, Mark! Casper! Yes, that is correct. But guess right. what? I had no idea. Mark, that's... You should have seen me in the deer, li- deer in the headlights, man. <laughs> that like, was huh? Big J's question you just gave him the answer to. So now you have to get another question right. Sucker. You would have been victorious, but now here we are. Paulie Shore's first big break came when he played Stoney alongside Sean Astin and Brendan Fraser in this comedy film. There you go. Right. All right, Mark. This one's for Big J. Big J. Pipe down. In 1995, Paulie Shore starred in the movie Jury Duty. His love interest in this movie was played by this former guest of the morning after, probably most famous for the Wayne's World movies. Um, the Wayne's World movies. Tia Carrera? That is correct. Good job. Mark, back to you. Besides being a movie and television actor, Pauly Shore was probably most famous for being a host on this network in the 1990s. He was a VJ, if that will help. Uh, uh, MTV. Right. That is correct. Big J, 
1996 was the last year a movie starring Pauly Shore was actually released in theaters. This environmentally conscious movie also featured the on-screen debut of Tenacious D. What was it called? Biodome? Biodome is correct. Right. Good job, Mark. We're going back to you. I'm out of Pauly Shore questions. Big J would have stumbled on the first one. But, Mark, we need to know uh, We need to know uh, what Beatles movie did a young Phil Collins appear in. Was it called Help, Yellow Submarine, or A Hard Day's Night? That is correct. Big J, Christian Bale won Best Supporting Actor for what film? Um, let's see. Uh, Gleaming the Cube. What? The skating movie starring Gaps? Yeah. No. Should have. No. Are you are you confusing Christian Bale with? Uh, oh wait, did you say Christian Bale? Yes, with oh Christian. You think Christian Slater won a Best Supporting Actor? No, that's why I was confused. <laughs> yes, Christian Bale won Best Supporting Actor for what film? Um, uh, I don't remember. Seven Days in Tibet. No, Wrong. that was Brad Pitt. Congratulations, Mark. You what did actually end up with those tickets to go check out Pepper. He won Best Supporting Actor for The Fighter. Right. The Fighter, alongside Mark Wahlberg. All right. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up for that show coming up on the 26th. Well done, Big J. See, you had it right once you got past that Casper one you didn't know. I- Morning After. With you Nick. always pick the one I don't know first. I thought that was the easiest no of the way. bunch, which was crazy. Because uh, I gave you the friendly ghost and everything as part of it. We got your headlines. They're happening next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> headlines brought to you by O'Crab Cajun Seafood and Bar. Going to be a live broadcast this Friday. Big J going to be hanging out at the O'Crab and the Boise Spectrum right by the Big Red Boise sign. From 5 to 7 this Friday because at O'Crab and Boise, all sushi and ramen half off. For a limited time, so go check it out for yourself. They got the O'Crab Seafood Bar, the Low Country Seafood Broil, High Country Hospitality. You can have yourself a great old time, and that's where Big Jay's going to be with the X on Friday night from 5 to 7 at the Boise Spectrum. So go hang out with him, win some stuff, and enjoy yourself some dinner on Friday night. Sounds delicious. Headlines are as follows. Damn, girl. Found him, and I am the beholder, I guess. Damn, girl! Victoria Nasarova is now on trial. That is because she allegedly laced her homemade cheesecake with tranquilizer to try to poison another Queens resident named Olga Syke. Why? She wanted to steal her identity, Big J. The incident in question alleged to have happened in 2016, but it's a pretty bizarre and twisted crime that could have resulted in the death of the woman whose only fault was that she shared similar facial features with the defendant, according to the defense attorney. Nasarosa faces up to 25 years in prison. She reportedly wanted in connection with a supposed 2014 murder in Russia as well through the same way. Poison cheesecake, Big J. Trust no one. Man, I mean, that's a hell of a way to go. It's hard. Like, I mean, I'm not, I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but it's difficult for me to pass up cheesecake. If somebody yeah. were to bring it to my house and go, hi, I'm in the new neighbor neighborhood. Just wanted to see if you wanted to try my cheesecake. I'd be like, yeah, I do. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting poisoned by it. What an awful way to go. Mm-hmm. Or is that the best way to go? Hmm. Depends on what the poison does, right? Sure would be cheesy. Not the cheese so much. The sweetness, but found them or I have the beholder, I guess. Found them? Two emperor monkeys that went missing on Monday have been found in Dallas, Big J. Police say they received a tip that the monkeys were hanging out in an abandoned home in Lancaster, Texas. And sure enough, they were. So Dallas and Lancaster law enforcement found the animals in a closet inside the empty home. They were just hanging out in the closet, having a good time. 
According to the Kira News, Dallas police believe the monkeys were stolen from their enclosure, but they don't really have any evidence of that as of yet. No arrests, but they do think that they have identified a man that they want to speak to in regards to the incident. The monkeys will return to the zoo where they'll be evaluated by veterinarians, but they appear to be okay. So no monkeys were harmed. They were just hanging out in abandoned houses. But now they know how the other half lives, Big J. Can they ever go back to captivity? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it's almost as if they've tasted blood, so you better watch out. Yeah, it depends. Was the closet filled with monkey crap? Did not say how much monkey crap was in the closet. I imagine they did have to, you know, relieve themselves at some point, though. The house was abandoned for a reason. I'm sure it wasn't meant to be a monkey sanctuary, but they used it, and they were able to get the job done. Do you think the monkey crap plays a, a, a pivotal role in how much they liked it or not? Yeah, yeah. I think if they don't like it, they just cover it in poop. Oh, it's like they throw it at you yeah. when they don't want to yeah. see it. Gotcha. Wrap it up with Eye of the Beholder, I guess. Big J must have known the next subject was going to be all about poop because there is a large oil painting titled A Study for St. Jerome that was created by Sir Anthony Van Dyke a couple of years ago. It sat in a New York farm shed, and that's when, Big J, a bunch of birds crapped all over it. <laughs> but that's when also it was discovered by art collector Mark or er, Albert Roberts, and Roberts purchased that particular work covered in bird poop for $600. Now, he passed away in 2021, but last Thursday, his estate sold that same painting, bird crap on it and all, for $3.1 million. A portion of the sales proceeds will go to his foundation, which provides financial support to artists, but just know that somebody paid $3.1 million for a painting that is covered in bird poop. So there is no... I guess, limit to what can be defined as art these days. I'm not even sure if that was a great painting without the bird crap in it, but now you factor in the bird crap and now it's $3.1 million. It's quite the investment, I'll tell you what. Don't know if I'd want that hanging up in my house, though, being honest, Big No, why would you? Yeah, well, somebody, if you're paying $3.1 million, you got to have some plans for it, I would hope. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's all your headlines. You're up to date on everything officially. <laughs> Blink 182, what's my age again here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I am ready for tips if you're willing to give them. Yeah, if you ever need to uh, get your car jump started, I can help you out with that because uh, yesterday I had to do that my very self. What happened? Well, because, you know, it's been extra cold out here uh, this week and uh, I hadn't driven the Mustang in a couple weeks and so the battery died. Oh, okay. And so the wife, uh, she uh, she needed to use the, the car here for a couple days and so I'm like, ah, oh, better get this thing up and running and of course she would pick the coldest week of the you know the last couple months for this to work right. out so um you know i jumped the car yesterday and it didn't take much to get it started uh but i was like i let it run for a little bit and i'm like i needed some gas so i'm like i'm gonna go to the gas station and grab some gas and i told the wife i go listen if, if it doesn't start um i might you know give you a ring to come you know bring the car to give me a jump start but i got the jumper cables in the car and whatever have you not so i get there i mean you know i, I thought i'd done uh, enough for with the, the vehicle to get it kind of, you know, into a place where it would just start right back up again. But I filled up the gas tank and then, alas, it would not start. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, I want to be the guy that goes up and goes, hey, <laughs> yeah, you help me out. <laughs> so I'm like, I know. Here's what I'll do. I'll uh, open the the, uh, the engine compartment, you know, the, the hood. hood. <laughs> and uh, that's what it's called, engine compartment. And I'm like, I'll attach the cables and just kind of sit out there like I'm a sexy dude, you know, in front of my car. 
Okay. Kind of like the equivalent to being like uh, you're waiting the, for an invisible car to pull up and actually right. get hooked up. And to your I vehicle. figure like I, I would be like you know somebody on the side of the road with their thumbs out, but instead I've got jumper cables and, and you know so some guy walks out and he's like, "Hey, do you need a do you need a jump start?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that'd be great." And uh, he brings over, and then we just it took like five minutes for us to get on the right page. Like he we connected. He used his cables. He didn't. Uh, mine were not long enough to okay. reach his truck compartment, and so um, we get that going. And I get it started, and I start to get out of the car, and then it died. And it's like, oh no! And so it took us a few minutes, but uh, many thanks to uh, that dude. Did you get his name? No. Aww. Aloha. He works for Aloha Towing, though. So. Okay, so th- that was very nice of him to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, uh, to me now, that is a universal sign that if you want to get a jump start in your gas station, open your hood and have some uh, jumper cables there. And then wait for somebody else to open up their engine compartment next. So you know you're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it all good now? Will it turn over? I hope so. Oh, you I don't mean, know. I, I made it here this morning. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. So if you're driving by the station and you see somebody with the hood on, the jumper cable's connected. Well, you just here, I mean, there are some people that can help uh, that I know. And, oh, and, you'll be happy so, to ask. Yeah. I see. Okay. I know who I won't ask. You. <laughs> what do you mean? What's your problem? I don't even think you know where a battery is I in your know where my engine compartment is. Don't you give me that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got ourselves some bad impressions. Here, you attach it to this. They're coming up next on the X-Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And we have up for grabs some tickets to the Foos Fighters. They're coming to town Saturday, February 11th at the Knitting Factory. Uh, you will enjoy yourself some amazing music uh, from a great tribute band and enjoy it with your friends. In this particular case, one friend will give you a pair of tickets if you can figure out Bad Impressions. Here's our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works thusly. Big J has three clues now. All three of those clues individually and collectively point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you're going to the show. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall, you're up. My real name is Tracy Marrow, but that's not what people call me. Better give me another one. My band Body Count has been nominated for four Grammys, and we've won a couple of those. Oh, I want to say Ice T. Ice T is right. Good job, Marshall. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Foos Fighters tickets. What was clue three for giggles? When I'm not singing about cop killing, I'm ironically playing one on Law & Order SVU as Detective Finn. And why is Ice-T in the news? Long overdue, but Ice-T is going to be getting himself uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yay! Good for him, man. Yes, and uh, he will be uh, placed uh, situated near uh, Thelonious Monk and uh, Luciano Pavarotti, as well as John Denver and Herbie Hancock. That must mean that he's getting it for music then and not for Uh, I think it's a combination of all of them. I don't really know how those work. Like, if you have, like, I know there are some that have multiple, but there's a couple that are just in there for one particular version of things. So, uh, but it sounds like he is going to be happy. He's fronting up the money to get that done, and then he's got to pay for the upkeep, and he'll have a nice little ceremony, Big J, and rightfully so. Yeah, that ceremony will be on February 17th. Nice. That's coming uh, quick. Yeah, at uh, 1030 our time. 
All right. Will you? I'm uh, sorry. Twelve thirty our time. Will you live stream so. it? Be a part of the yeah, action. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, I won't. Well, man, I don't know. They I have mean, some... I only met him once, so. <laughs> but they have some cool speeches sometimes with a part of it. Has he? Have they said like who's going to be the person that like does like the intro speech? Uh, well, let's see. Emceeing will be uh, Lupita Carneo, and I don't know who that is. Chair of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, so. that's usually. But they they usually have some sort of Chuck celebrity D. event. Chuck there D. you go. That that actually introduces Ice and, and Dick Wolf. Talks about really and Mariska. Oh, Hargitay's well, so. making an yeah. appearance. That's awesome. Good. Good for Ice T. Congratulations. What a combination of people. <laughs> really? You know? <laughs> really? Chuck D. Really is. And Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Don't forget Dick Wolf. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Theory of a Dead Man, that is Dinosaur, their latest here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Big J did give the official approval for the movie you selected for him for streaming dumbass. It's called Lost Girls. It's available for you to stream on Netflix if you want a true crime based on a true story, based on a book kind of movie. He says it's a winner, so check it out for yourself. We also had a chance to uh, celebrate the work and retirement of Ozzy Osbourne and Tom Brady, both on the same day, Big J. Ozzy Osbourne retiring from live performances, it sounds like. Tom Brady retiring from the NFL for the second time this morning. And Big J gave you some tips on how to get your car jumped if you run out of a battery as long as you have your own jumper cables and it happens at the gas station. Everything else is off the table. Is that correct, Big J? Yeah. Reminder that if you need tankless or tank water heater help, clogged drains, leaking faucets, toilets, and won't flush, stop freaking call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating, and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. And that leaves you with the floor, sir. Uh, yeah, NASA, if they're going to start uh, testing nuclear-powered rockets, Nick, that could fly astronauts to Mars and really, really reduce the time it takes. Because right now, uh, they are estimating about seven months to travel 300 million miles to Mars. Uh, with so, the nuclear or no, without? No, well, that's just the regular, you know, powered engines that we have now. Uh, enge- engineers do not know how much time could be shaved off using the nuclear technology, but the spacecraft would be designed to travel deep space at record speed. So we're talking warp, Sulu. Let's go. Is that real? We're talking warp speed? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Is that just the way you're putting it? Yeah, that's why I'm ah, putting I it. I see. Okay. Uh, I recently just uh, not only did I read the book because I haven't read it before and I really wanted oh, congratulations. to, but I also rewatched The Martian with Matt Damon. You, you ever read seen that? the book? Oh yeah, it was actually fantastic. By the way, the what book is freak. amazing. Uh, but did you? You've seen that movie, what a right? Loser. No. What? No, I haven't. You've never saw The Martian? No, How I come? haven't. You well, love dumb. space travel. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't love space travel. Well, you're always talking about NASA. You so? make me think that yeah, you like, like NASA's that stuff. cool. Well, what do you think they do? Sorry, dude. I, I've stopped watching space movies a long time ago. Really? Okay. Well, listen, that one's... Gravity, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see another uh, one. Well, that, that again, that was just a bad call on your part. But The Martian is uh, a very good movie about uh, a, a man's I space mission about. to Mars, and somebody gets left behind because they think he's dead and has yeah, to survive he, on the planet. Yeah, he eats his own poop. I've seen everything that there is, is to know that's about That's actually it. not accurate, but... Yeah. Uh, you can think whatever you want. But it, it's actually a very good movie, and it talks about the science of using nuclear power and radiation in order to get people to Mars. It's a way ahead of its time, I guess. Yeah, no, the book is based in somewhat in reality. 
Yes, no, it's very science factual, which is why, That's it why makes I'm surprised it you could get through it. Interesting and very fun to read. I do recommend it for people that aren't as close minded as Big J. Did it for you? Uh, no, no, it wasn't that kind of book. How about we check out the next set of X Rockets brought to you by Team Mazda? Easy to get your auto loan pre approved with Team Mazda's I pre check. Just click the big blue button at goteammazda.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow at CX Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.